sweaty upper lip alert. <laughs> uh, somebody has a sweaty upper lip alert. <laughs> What's that from? <laughs> Just Chris BB. No, no, no. That is Wild Charles. Wild Charles. Oh, you know, really? Emma Roberts and um, oh, yeah. Kimberly uh, Nixon. Kimberly Nixon. Yeah. Um, weird. You have a you have a major Sula. Kimberly Nixon's like what? And then Emma Roberts is like a sweaty upper lip alert. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> Okay. Freedom Day! <laughs> <laughs> Which is quite ironic because we're in my flat and not, yeah. you know, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, also, I find it quite ironic because Freedom Day is all about things being open and people being able to go to places they weren't before. People being able to go dancing for the first time. But I walked around in some sandals that I've never really worn before yesterday with Horatio for about five hours. And now my bottom of my feet covered in blisters. I can't go anywhere for Aww. a few days. So. It was weird going into the coffee shop this morning. Everyone was almost wearing you know, masks, like there was somebody even sitting down wearing a mask. Mm. There was, it was just, there's no sign of freedom, really. I think it's because it's like, it's been promised so many times and then finally now we've got here, but I think people are very suspicious. I mean, we even heard a woman this morning mm -hmm. saying um, that it's all like a sort of a, a, a scheme um, to make everyone exposed to the virus so everyone catches it. Which, but I mean, why? Um, so what would that do? So that we all have immunity? Yeah. And I mean, maybe that's true, maybe that's not true, but the fact is clearly people are feeling quite tense and don't um, yeah, trust. I, I feel quite ashamed now that I'm not wearing a mask. Mm. I feel like people are going to look at me and judge me. Do you think that you're going to be bold enough to not wear a mask in the supermarket? No, 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 no. I don't think, I, th I think the only thing that I am going to be glad about is the not, when you go into a coffee shop um, and then when you move around in the coffee shop, I'm not going to put a mask on for the moving around in the coffee shop or mm -hmm, the restaurant. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because I don't really see how much of a difference that would make anyway. No. So that's the only thing that I, and I'm definitely going to continue to wear it on the tube. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, you have to. Oh yeah, you um, have to. But I feel like probably half of people aren't now. Yeah. Um, and nobody's saying anything about it. So I feel like if you were in one of those really sticky situations where you have to get somewhere and then you you rumble around in your bag and then you find that you don't have a mask, which I've, has happened to me a couple of times and it just fills me with dread and then I tried to make like a makeshift mask mm. out of something. I think now in that situation, I would just have to go no mask on the tube yeah. and maybe face a couple of nasty little looks. But that's about it. That's about it. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm just thinking of the equivalent of Columbo without mask. What is it? Face Columbo. <laughs> what the? What are you talking about? <laughs> what is it when someone doesn't wear pants? They're Columbo. Commando. Commando. <laughs> You mean like from friends? Oh, face commander. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Your face has to go commander. <laughs> <laughs> You've been watching a lot of friends, haven't you? Oh, God, too much It's friends. fine, I've been watching a lot of Love Island. Oh, so, yeah, I know. you have been season but five. But BB's gone back to series five. Mm, because the thing is, that's the one that everyone is saying is the Holy Grail season. And I felt like having never watched that one, if I'm really going to be a true devotee of Love Island as I'm planning to be, I have to I have to catch up with that one. Okay, well, let's talk more about Love Island later. Mm -hmm. um, sticking with the mask thing and, you know, social etiquette and judgment. Do you judge people who don't wear masks on the tube? No, no. I, I, I'll be honest and say no. It depends on if I get a bad vibe from the person or not. This is how <laughs> twisted I am. So it's like if I see like a really sexy young girl on the train without a mask, part of me is like, you yes, go. queen. <laughs> Love it. Who, nobody tells you what to do. But sometimes <laughs> if I see like a, like a mean old man or something not wearing a mask, he might have more reason to. He might be exempt. 
I'm still like, it's just typical, isn't it? Fucking typical. No, it, it basically, it's a, it's like a judgment basis. It seems the vibe of the person really makes me uh, decide if I think they should be wearing yeah. a mask or not. I think that's probably a, a, a similar for a lot of people, actually. Mm -hmm. I mean, I will never be brave enough to kind of boldly sit there. Like if I were to be in a situation where I didn't have a mask on, I know I would be fiddling and nervous and awkward. Yeah. So I actually really respect the people that are just sitting there like boldly. It's Maybe weird they're because- doing something wrong, but I'm not the person to persecute them. You yeah, know? no, but this is the thing. So three things have happened this week, which have been me witnessing stuff, something or I've been doing something and um, and I've I've been judged or I'm judging them. Okay. So first of all, just now in the park, there was an extremely heavily pregnant woman mm -hmm. with a very small looking child and another very small looking child. So probably three, two and heavily pregnant. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, sweet. Oh, wow. They're close together in age. And kind of like there's this weird kind of competitiveness about how close together you have your babies. I've mm -hmm. always found that in the box. Yeah, but because it's like, you have to be really sexy, having sex all the time. Have baby straight <laughs> no, not, not at all. Okay. It's like, almost like you're just in awe of how tired this woman must be oh, and yeah. how she looks actually not very tired. Mm -hmm. It's all about that. Okay. Anyway, she then left the park and I saw her going towards this bike with a back seat and a front seat for the two children. And she was putting their helmets on and getting them ready to cycle off. This bike was huge and it had two huge saddlebags attached to it. She, and she had a rucksack. Oh my God, wow. She was honestly probably about 38 weeks pregnant. Bloody hell. And I, I almost like felt this need to go up to her and say, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But obviously I didn't. But that just shouldn't, what, surely there should be some police involved sometimes to just be like, okay. I you, think that's I not, think, yeah. Yeah, you think that this is okay and that you can do everything, but you absolutely can't in a situation that's not safe. I mean, that seems like a crazy amount of risk to be taking. Yeah. You would lose everything all in one go. Yeah, and the kid right at the front of the buggy, the bike. I mean, so, I mean, yes, they're wearing helmets and they look like really expensive bike seats. Mm -hmm. uh, really fancy ones. I mean, you hope that it was just like a really short journey or something like that. But the saddlebags make no. it seem like they're, they're going <laughs> off to find a new place to live or something like that. That was a long journey. she took... She then had to get on the bike. And so me and Alfie were watching as she rode away to see how she got yeah, on the bike. Yeah, yeah. and She had to kind of um, skip for a bit before she could gather the momentum to mm -hmm. get on the bike. Mm -hmm. And then it was all rocky. Yeah. <laughs> Just... well, to be honest, the thing is, I obviously would have felt very nervous and like slightly in awe, but also like slightly judgmental of that per that person and that situation. But that is also kind of how I feel every time I see anyone just getting on a bike anyway. Yes. <laughs> because part of me is like, wow, you're very impressive. But also like, why would you take the risk? Yeah. Because getting on a bike is just not a natural state of mind for me. No, it's mm -mm. so hard. It's and so hard. Teaching and Donny and Margot yesterday for the first time, Margot can't do it. Mm. Donny, they obviously have stabilizers, but the stabilizers are slightly uneven. So it's mm -hmm. it's quite difficult. Donny was just so happy that he managed to do it. But I was I had to get on the bike and try and show Margot how to do it. Really hard. It is really, really hard. And I um I went on holiday with Horatio's family for the first time last year. And suddenly, out of the blue, they were like, okay, cool, we're going to go on a, <laughs> a long, long bike ride today. We're going to go on the trail that's famous, <laughs> this place is famous for. We're going to go on this big bike ride. And um, I, uh, <laughs> oh my God, I burst into tears on the spot. It was really embarrassing. Um, luckily, I actually did get the hang of it because I have thighs that are built for cycling. Are they, though? They I, are. No, no, they no. Really, really I are. don't think so. I mm -hmm. mm. Our dad is an amazing cycler. Yeah, He's passed it down to me, reluctantly. Maybe. But the last time I'd been on a bike was when I was 15 and I had to ride a bike in a play. 
So it was a really, really oh, yeah. scary. Yeah. Oh. And then the other thing that um, was another situation where I really judged the person and wanted to step in mm-hmm. and really had to fight not to. We were in the park. It was the last day of term and all the kids were playing in the park. And then there was this very young, very pretty teenage nanny looking after probably a seven-year-old girl, maybe six. I didn't know this girl. And her, obvi- obviously it was her boyfriend who had who was coming along to kind of, you know, p- play family with mm. the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And, oh, oh, yeah, exactly. Pretend we've got kids and, oh, you know, we're going to be together forever. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's pretend that these... Constantly this- trying to get Horatia to do that when <laughs> I go to see your kids. <laughs> and um, so he was playing football with these kids. And I suddenly noticed that this girl was giving the six-year-old her phone and getting the six-year-old to take photos of the nanny in poses around the park in full view of all these middle-aged parents. Oh, my God. And was had no shame about it. (laughs) So she was just sitting there, like, posing like this. And then the girl... They obviously was just thrilled because this girl seems so cool mm-hmm. and this six-year-old, you know, hasn't got her parents to tell her what to do. She was, like, loving being the one taking the photo. And then the girl would look at the photo and be like, oh, let's do another one. Let's do another one. Let's do another one. It went on for ages. And then they would sit, they sat on the bench rather than playing, watching, you know, the boyfriend play football with the other boys. And um, the girl, the nanny, then was like, oh, my God, isn't that one pretty? Or do you like this one? Isn't it? Let's do one together. And then they start doing selfies. I was sickened by it. Yeah, it's not, it's, that's really, really terrible, actually. Imagine if you knew that's what was happening when you gave your kids to someone to look after them. Exactly. Because that's just like kind of instilling already in like a six year old girl's mind that like you should be posing for like photos in a certain way and like that that's really a valuable thing to spend your time with, which, yeah, inevitably she's going to be exposed to at some point. But at six years old, surely they they have better things to do than, like, working out how to pose flatteringly in a photo. It, was just, it was just awful. That's awful, You yeah. saw this six-year-old suddenly, you know, have these stars in her eyes that she's going to be... I mean, because obviously they're talking about Instagram and stuff, and, oh, my God. Oh, I really, yes. really was so close to... Because you know what I'm like sometimes if it just like the switch goes. Oh, yeah, 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 I was yeah, yeah. so close. You turn on your Karen mode. <laughs> <laughs> so close. So oh my close. God, yeah. Oh, Jesse, that's awful. I'm I sorry. I know. It just made me really sad for, you know, thinking about Margot being in care of others sometimes maybe. That, that is only ever you or, or our mum. But like you can't control everything that they're exposed to. You can't control them being looked after sometimes by idiots. Yeah. And I think that you have to remember that you still grew up and became a functional person despite the fact that, you know, your mother wasn't there all the time. No, I know, but that's not what I'm worrying about. We didn't grow up in an age where Instagram and taking selfies and that is is such a a big part of their day. Yeah, yeah. Um, And this girl, this probably 19-year-old girl, it was... It was just astonishing to watch her. It was only about where's the photo? Where, what, how can I look sexy in this kid's park? Yeah. And also not looking after the kid and literally not doing her job. No, but she would claim that she was. Oh, it was the girl's idea. No, it wasn't. You allowed this girl to take photos of you. That is shocking. I, now, maybe Freedom Day has come too soon. <laughs> we don't deserve it. We do not deserve it. But, I mean, hopefully on a more positive note, is there anything that you're looking forward to sort of being able to do differently or do you feel like can I just say my last one that I was judged for oh, sorry, and I did no, something no, no, wrong no, 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 no. you go okay, for this it, is the last you, one you get it girl okay go so on, you know how me. I have this obsession with getting shelves on the wall and I've never managed to successfully get shelves on the wall yeah. and I also can't say shelves without doing this yeah <laughs> 
For anyone listening, Jesse's just doing like a shelve hand motion. Whenever like Alfie, Alfie just pointed out to me and then I noticed that um, mommy does it. Yeah. That's why. Shelves. And she is obsessed with putting shelves up. Oh, yeah, anyway, yeah. all I want is to get shelves on the wall like an adult mm. so we can have our shit away from the floor mm-hmm. and live like normal people. Mm-hmm. Whenever I go into someone else's flat, I'm just, how do they have such nice things on the wall exactly. and frames and yeah. shelves? And Yeah, exactly. And a tasteful shelf, I mean, <sighs> just goes a long way. Exactly. Where do you a buy long, a tasteful shelf? We had to go to... No, you know, I did. Exactly. Don't ask me. Do you think I got a single shelf? <laughs> Absolutely not. So we finally got the guy over to do the shelves. Mm-hmm. He even cut them. It's been something in place for about three weeks. He finally comes over, starts drilling, and within two minutes, I start getting complaints. Like people, like within two, honestly, two minutes. And I suddenly was like, mm, I think maybe it's against the rules to drill on a Saturday, but I really want these shelves. Mm-hmm. And yeah, people are probably having a nice relaxing time, but I really want these shelves. So I just didn't re- answer the door. <laughs> no, 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 but people at the door. People were at the door. People were knocking at the door. Oh my god! Yeah, it was oh my god, excruciating. I can't cope with the secondhand yeah. I know. So I then had to just decide. Okay, what shelf do I really need? I didn't manage to get the ones I actually really wanted. We only could finish the ones upstairs because the guy was too embarrassed to continue because he knew we were getting complaints. But anyway, it was like, fuck them mm. to complain mm. about something like that. Yes, it, it would only have lasted about you know half an hour the drilling. Mm-hmm. Surely. Noise isn't that important to your happiness yeah. in a day, but obviously well, it was. Yeah, but some people, their their biggest thrill in life is being able to pick up other people on something that they've done wrong. So it doesn't surprise me that within two seconds or two minutes or whatever, you were getting complaints because, you know, I, I reckon everyone's just quite tense at the moment. Yeah. And so they're, they're waiting for other people to slip up and yeah. they enjoyed the fact that they could tell you off. Did you something. not read the manual? Did you not read the, 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 the manual for the building? Who the fuck reads the manual? Exactly. Loser, get alive. What, did you read the <laughs> Apple terms and conditions? And so I through? found myself when I eventually did, <laughs> when I eventually <laughs> did answer the door and um, our mum obviously went into her mode of being like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And I was, I was right behind her. I was like, it's, it's because it's the only day we could get him and it's because, because of coronavirus. Because of coronavirus. So I'm now just using that for anything. Well, the and, then, is- and then as soon as we closed the door, mum was like, fuck that like, like, I'm next time I see him I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go and say that's absolutely that was mean of you and you shouldn't have done that and the truth is the next time she sees him she's gonna be like I'm so sorry of course so sorry. of course of course of course of course of course so anyway um, I did something wrong then I basically that's so embarrassing I kept I'm the drilling so for as long as possible and now all the shelves are still on the floor and we don't have any shelves oh so you're actually in a worst case scenario yeah exactly because I got all the, the fucking shelves scenario. everywhere on the floor mm. mocking me mm. but you just gotta get that done soon as possible yeah, Thursday. Okay? Thursday I'll put them up for you if you want you can't that's the point BB if we could put them up, we would have put them up. Oh, yeah, yeah Okay, yeah, you yeah. need a professional. I know, but I got the arms for drills. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I could just punch through the wall. I can make a hole. <laughs> um, I love that. <laughs> you just get in the stone. Oh, the you stone. don't know how strong I am. I've been eating my vitamins. Um, um, so that's why I also love about Love Island, the fact that I'm a plumber by trade, but I want to do high fashion. Mm, and then... Mm. <laughs> I mean, obviously... It's That's a classic Love Island combo, actually. He's bought his own house, though. Mm, mm-hmm. he's, you know, he looks fucking terrifying. He is really terrifying. Um, uh, Rachel thinks he's Tommy. terrifying in a hot way. Danny. Tommy. Danny. Um, but I, 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 as I've made it very clear, I'm very up to date on the Love Island Twitter discourse. And it's just Even a Even though you don't have Twitter? Yeah, well, I have a fake Twitter account. Like, I have a, a Twitter account that I just use to look at the Love Island tweets genuinely. And... Um, Every day, it's just my favorite thing in the world because you just, oh my God, you just feel this rush of warmth and excitement as you see people responding in real time to what you're responding to as well and having all these funny witticisms about it. But anyway, apparently one of the guy's tattoos, Danny's tattoo, he has a 13, which like 
could be a white supremacy tattoo. So a lot of people on the Love Island Twitter are theorizing <laughs> that he's a white supremacist. So then when he had this talk with Aaron last night, on the episode last night, and Aaron had tried to kiss Lucinda, and Danny was very, like, outwardly threatening. Um, and Aaron was just playing it quite cool. There were people just making really interesting sort of... Uh, sort of theories and like assumptions about what this guy Danny actually would have done in the real world to someone like Aaron. And that might be a bit of a jump. He might have just got the number th 13 because like some people he like that, that, num that number. number. So I feel really bad for him if that is the case. But it's just so interesting. If you put yourself in that public eye and you have you take any risks, people are going to like come up with wild theories about you, you know? And it might be true and it might not be true, but it's just terrifying to realise that. What if it's his birthday? I mean, yeah, it probably it, will be his birthday. Yeah, it'll probably be his birthday or something like that. But um. Yeah, it just, it was really, really interesting to see how quick people were to cotton onto that. And I thought that his behaviour actually was like quite, I didn't it like... It was so territorial. Yeah, it was, it was really gross. And I, the only thing that I did really enjoy was how little a shit Lucinda gives. I mean, <laughs> she played both sides. Yeah. She absolutely was lapping up all the attention from Aaron and Danny and then saying to each of them, oh my God, he tried to kiss me, he's such a loser. Oh my God, like I'm really not even that intimate, I want to couple up with you. She's a genius. I know. And then when she went and sat down with Aaron Layton, she was obviously very scared. Mm. Oh my God, he's getting angry, he's getting mm. angry. Mm. But she was um, turned on by it. And then, so and yeah, exactly. she was turned on by it. When she said, I either go for a good boyfriend or a bad boyfriend, I was like, you're going to go for the bad boyfriend and you're going to spend your 20s going with bad boyfriends mm -hmm. and then when you're 30, you're going to suddenly get scared mm. and you're going with a good boyfriend and then you're going to cheat on him. Mm. <laughs> on my head, sister. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. And Sharon's gone. Poor old Sharon. Poor old Shazza. I know. Mm. I think it's better. She's better off though. Yeah, she's better not going to be able to find yeah. anyone in there. No, know? no, she's no. not going to be able to find anyone in there. I know. And Liberty, I think that Liberty needs to get rid of Jake. Oh, he's a horrible man. He's a he's a weird, silly little tiny man. <laughs> he looks like a dumb, melted like GI Joe doll. I'm, no, I'm not into I, him. He, he just he just seems fake. Oh, he's super fake. He's he doesn't like fake. her. Oh, Liberty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I like your sexy boobs. <laughs> you know, it's just so sad that women, when they when somebody <laughs> says... in say? Oh, I love waking up to your snotty nose in the morning. It was just like, everything about him to me seems completely ingenuine. But mm. when, they, when somebody goes in there and they, the first person, you know, they're paired up with and seems to like them, it's amazing how quick some women are to just absolutely become blinkered and think that, oh, I'm set now. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. He really quite, loves me. It's quite a good allegory for life in a way. But also equally, Kaz, I, I find her really tragic because mm. it seems to me that every time she goes on a date, she really thinks the guy is into her mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and she comes out and she's all excited. Yeah. And I just want to be like, just stop being so like keen with people because they... You don't know yet. And then I just kind of, then you see her getting crushed. Yeah, she's become she, the queen of Love Island Twitter. Everyone wants her to succeed. Yeah, Everyone I desperately want her. her to get someone that she, like Aaron, and then when she kissed Aaron, oh, I was like, oh I no, know, you like him. I know, I know that really. And the thing is, she is so much more stunningly beautiful than anyone else yeah. in there. It's just wild to me that the producers aren't sending anyone in there that's like into her and said they all just want to go for the same. They like, all go bonds. for Lucinda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just insane. Um, but I guess that's the, the show and <laughs> but it did make me think and this is really kind of dangerous to say just because I don't want to people to think that I'm making fun of different types of bodies mm -hmm. but there is a reason why they are all basically very thin yeah and it's because the producers insist on doing the fucking running yeah <laughs> why do they make them run oh you mean run into the challenges yeah, yeah why yeah. do they make them run <laughs> yeah. in slow-mo 
I know the slow mo is. Imagine really if we did that. Isn't it? Imagine the flesh going mm-hmm. around. Like that's not. Mm-hmm. They all are so thin. Yeah, they're all so thin. If they also, can run, when and do they eat? When do they eat? When do they eat? I actually looked it up last night, so that was a rhetorical question. When do they eat? <laughs> so basically, um, <laughs> um, they make. <laughs> they give. <laughs> they give <laughs> oh, you're such a fucking geek. Yeah, I know. Um, so they can make snacks for themselves, okay, and breakfast and lunch. That's at their responsibility. Um, the producers make sure that they're stocked up to the nines with snacks and they didn't want to get into a Big Brother situation where there would be complaints about shopping lists, people not doing the washing up, anything like that. They didn't want to turn it into Big Brother, okay? Mm-hmm. They didn't want to do mm-hmm. that. Um, so they are only responsible for just cooking their own breakfast and lunch. But dinner, they it's all catered. They're apparently catering trucks. The producers and the contestants eat together. And it's like a, you can what? order exactly Hang on, sorry, say that again. The producers eat with them. The producers eat with dinner. They insist that conversation is very limited. It's just like, do the laundry tomorrow. You need to blah, blah, blah. But in my opinion, if they're having, produ- if they're having dinner with the producers every night, um, and we know what kind of, what a producer on a reality TV show does. Yeah. They're like a young-ish person who's friendly with the people involved and they kind of steer storylines. They're having dinner every night saying, okay, Lucinda, I think that you need to go and do a lot. I mean, they're, they're definitely, dinner time is when they come up with what the show's right. going to be. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that was really interesting insight. But yeah, going back to the running, the slow-mo running, mm. um, why do they make them do that? And the slow-mo dancing. People love to see a, a breast go up and down yeah. slowly. That's what they love. And the only ones that are real are Lucinda's and Cad's. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Because yeah, they're yeah, the only yeah. ones that move really. Exactly. The rest of them are all, um, you know, your future. <laughs> my, my breast implant future. Mm. So two things that I think they should do is definitely have a real body Love Island. Oh my God, So yeah. much more fascinating. See them eat. Mm-hmm. I want to see them eat dinner. I want to see what they're picking. I want to see them cooking for each other. Me too. That would be more interesting. And I also, why have not they done a celebrity Love Island? How great would that be? Raunchy celebrities... Yeah, but like, haven't they done sort of celebrity like X on the beach or like um, they've done like, like celebrity proper celebrities I'm talking dates. about. I'm talking about proper single celebrities. Like they get would, Adele in there. She's single. They would never, they would never do that. They would yeah, never do that. Who are the famous single people? I mean, to get Jennifer honest, Aniston in there. I mean, she's single. Given how, um, given how uh, popular Love Island is now, like uh, across the world um, with celebrities and the like, you never know. Some people yeah. might be willing to do it. Think how much they would get paid. I mean, it would be probably shit celebrities. Yeah, it? it would be shitty celebrities. It would be celebrities who are only celebrities because they were in Love Island. Exactly, exactly, exactly. They could have a Love Island All-Stars. They, I mean, of course they should. Oh, they can have a Love Island All-Stars. Yeah. That would be fucking cool. Yeah. Okay, wow. We really need to stop talking about Love Island so I much. know, because I was thinking, do you think that people are going to stop listening because we're talking about Love Island? Or do you think the majority of the people who like our podcast also like Love, Love Island? Yeah, I think let's be honest with ourselves. You guys watch Love Island too, don't yeah. you? Yeah. You just do. And if you don't, even if you think that you're not going to enjoy it, that was me a year ago. <laughs> Stick it on. Stick it on. Treat yourself, okay? Because that's what I've been doing. And it's feeling really, really good. I've actually felt incredibly happy the last couple of weeks. Yeah, you seem it. I think it's it. because of Love Island. <laughs> Honestly, because every day I'm just like, it's so nice. This is what I, I, I this is the theory I theorized to Horatia last night. It's really, really nice watching people who are hot, but who you don't feel threatened by. Because mm. the fact is, when you're watching a movie with a beautiful actress, or you see a, a beautiful woman in the street, or like you watch, if you see a, a first date, or mm. you know, whatever, you're always like feeling threatened by these people because you're like, oh my God, you know, I want to know everything about them and they could be really cool and amazing. But the fact is with the people on Love Island, I would never go on Love Island and their, their conversations are very, very boring and they're very silly people. So it's so enjoyable to watch hot, sexy, dumb people. Mm. That's just wonderful. Yeah. How amazing. 
Yeah, no, I agree. It hasn't made me feel kind of like, apart from now, definitely getting a boob job. Mm. And, um, oh, yeah, it hasn't I have, you at all. No, exactly. <laughs> I have tried for the first time lip liner. Oh, Jessie, and yeah. it looks fabulous, may I say. I, well, it's rubbed off now. Yeah. But, but I love this little orange hue you've got going <laughs> above the top. Really? Yeah. What orange? It looks peachy, 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 peachy. Oh, yeah, it's peach. Mm. Um, yeah, so I put it on yesterday, tried to like look, do a natural look of just like a bit of gold, yeah, natural a bit look. of lip liner, a bit mm. of Vaseline, rose Vaseline, obviously. Um, came downstairs and Donnie immediately comes down to me and he's like, what happened? <laughs> and then Alfie goes in to kiss me and he's like, ugh. <laughs> It's just horrible. It They're is horrible. horrible to me. Some girls can pull off a lip liner. Well, but I want to do what they do. You know, J-Lo does like a big, mm-hmm. heavy line. Mm-hmm. I told, mm-hmm. Is that a thing? Why do people do that? So basically, you have um, your actual Cupid's bow, right? But then you have a slight, like, you have this sort of, you have a, this play area, let's call it. <laughs> it's a play area. Well, you can do a lot with this play area. You can't go above it, okay, because that's when it starts to look awful. But you have this sort of, this silver lining. It's like a, it's like, it's like a tracing of your Cupid's bow, but in white. Um, and oh. if you draw the lip liner on that, it just makes your lips look slightly further. And that's what people tend to do. It's so like, you do it over your lip line? Yeah, but the trick is, the trick is, you never, um, you never make it too fat here. That's when it starts to look really bad. Oh, I'm yeah. pointing to the kind of the edges I've of your mouth. I've seen people do that, yeah. Because apparently, um, as you get older, your mouth gets wider. So if you That's emphasize- good. That's you, one of the positives to aging. No, but if you <laughs> emphasize, if you emphasize the, the corners of your mouth um, and li- an overline with a lip liner, you, your mouth looks older. And if you want to make a more youthful, plump looking pouty, that's why you focus on the cupid's bow area and just under here. Oh, right. So that's, that's how I do my lip liner. Although Top I very, tips. very wear lip liner because it always gives me an allergic reaction. But Aww. sometimes you just gotta take that risk. Yeah, Make your was, lips plumper if you've got an allergic reaction as well. So as a, a teenager, bonus. I loved those lip balms that were like plumping lip balms. Mm. And I would buy them and they would give me almost instantly a mm. huge bump mm. on my lip, mm, like and I would mix them together, and I didn't care. I mm. liked the like, like the big lumps. Yeah, that's so weird, <laughs> so weird. So, um... and I also remember this girl at school. She was like the sexiest girl in my year, mm. and she would in the lessons just. Oh, thank you. <laughs> in the lessons, she would just get her Vaseline out and just spend the entire lesson putting Vaseline on. Really, like, you know sexually mm, mm. and I the saw... history teacher just really got distracted <laughs> <laughs> I saw a woman on the tube um, opening up her tub of Vaseline and um, not using her finger just using her mouth oh and ever since ever since then I've started doing that too yeah COVID. because it's like hands free yeah um, the... that was the one thing that was wrong with fucking Vaseline mm-hmm. and now we've solved that problem mm-hmm. just... um, yeah it's, it's difficult to make Give that look elegant <laughs> um, but anyway how are you feeling about doing um Latitude. Oh yeah, we're doing latitude. I'm actually very scared. Um, I the only time I've been to latitude was when I was, I think, in my early twenties. I went with some friends, and I think they all did quite a lot of drugs, and I didn't obviously. So I spent the night on my own in my tent. Oh yeah, it wasn't ideal. I was very scared. There was lots of noise going on around me. People were making a fire. Obviously, just a fire, but it fa- felt like they were just making fire. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the dance music, I hate. Yeah. So there was like, they were dancing and stuff. I did enjoy seeing comedy for the first time, but it was that year that I, so it must've been 2014, 2012, 2012, um, when I was being rejected by that person. 
And so I saw him at the festival in the performer's tent, which to be fair is a tiny area. (laughs) But because he wasn't performing, but he obviously was allowed to go in the performance tent because he was relatively famous. Um, He, and I, so I saw him and he was next to a comedian woman and I was sure that they were going out. And I spent the entire time watching this, not watching the comedy and just seeing if I could see his silhouette in the tent. Oh, Jesse. <laughs> oh. So I only have bad memories of last year. And it was pouring with rain. So hopefully it doesn't pour with rain mm. because that makes it just an unpleasant experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but the great thing is that we're doing two shows. It will be fun. And it's great that we don't have to... We, we we get like a cool pass just by being there. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. We could do terrible things. And well, no, I, I don't think that. But what I mean is I don't feel like I'm, when I'm at a festival, I feel like I've got to, I've got to act cool because I'm at a festival. Mm-hmm. We don't have to act cool because we're doing a job there. Exactly, yeah, We're yeah. working. No, that's what I was going to say. Like we, we could do a terrible job, but it would still, we would still seem cool for being at Latitude. Exactly. Which is I mean, amazing, bonus yeah. points. I would feel exactly the same going to Latitude and, and feeling inadequate and shy. And my only festival experience is going to Glastonbury and it being pouring with rain and Brexit and then um, me following Nicholas Holt around for a couple of hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a couple. Just a couple of hours. Just a couple. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just always have found them just quite overwhelming, seeing so many people at once and... I think alcohol's always been a major issue for me just because of my hangovers being so bad. So when I see people drinking from, say, 11 a.m. in the morning, just getting up and drinking, I just think I I would die. Mm, mm-hmm. I can't drink that much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I would have to kind of think, okay, I'll have a drink at this time, by which point they're already, like, completely fucked. So it's quite isolating, the alcohol thing for me. Yeah, and I think also going into uh, an atmosphere where everyone is saying, this is the most amazing thing. Oh my God, the feeling here, the vibe here is just the most amazing thing in the world. You're going to feel it. You're going to have the best time. And then you're waiting for that feeling to come, but you don't experience it. Like, it makes you feel bad about yourself Mm. because you think, well, I'm just not as fun as other people. Yeah. So um, that's the great thing about getting older and I think past 25, just suddenly it felt suddenly so much clearer for me that, oh, I don't have to go to a festival. I don't have to enjoy a festival. I don't have to drink. Mm. I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. I am an adult. Mm -hmm. I can choose what I like and what I don't like, who I see and who I don't see. That was quite liberating. And I, for a long time, I think I still thought, um, I need to do what everyone else is doing. Yeah. And I definitely don't do that anymore. So do you think 25 is around the time that you realize that? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But what do you think triggered that more than anything else? Just just by a slow process? No, just by finding my feet and doing what I was doing creatively. And Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, just feeling more sure by the work I was doing that I had a plan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like any particular romantic relationship at the time. No, because I didn't have any, did I? I had those, you know, weird three month relationships at Mm -hmm. a time that were just serving a purpose. Mm -hmm. For sex. <laughs> no, no, that's let's cut that, please. <laughs> oh god. But they were they, they were formative and yeah. good. But yeah, no, I never had long relationships before Alfie. That's why it's so weird. It's just so weird. Yeah, because you guys have been longest. together for, you know, we've like, done only seven this year. Seven years. So now we've we've been, you know, basically together on and off for eight years. I mean, that's just amazing. Yeah, it is actually really amazing because we I. I really mean this, and this sounds really cheesy, but I do love him more than ever. Mm-hmm. 
and we are happier than ever. So that is quite remarkable. So do you think that you, like your capacity for love has just grown and grown and grown and grown yeah. as time has gone on? Yeah, definitely. And and it is true what people say when you, see, you hear people who are in, you know, relationships that have gone on for say, you know, 30, 40 years. Like I remember Julia Dreyfus, my, you know, our idol. Mm. She did a, um, an Instagram about her husband, like 30 years strong or something. Their, their relationship seems... I know. Oh, he's so gorgeous. He's her so gorgeous, too. so gorgeous. Um, yeah, I think that it is completely possible to evolve with someone and to then find that new person attractive again yeah. in a new way. Yeah, which is why it's equally as possible to be super in love with someone, but as you grow you and you become different people, that you're not in love with that new Absolutely, person. Absolutely, yeah. And that must be so sad and terrifying. Yeah. But I truly believe that um, it tends to be power dynamics that end relationships, don't you think? Because let's say you could, you're really, really happy doing similar stuff at a similar age and everything like that. But as you grow, and let's say maybe one of you becomes more successful or one of you starts needing different things, um, if the power dynamic shifts too much where one person doesn't need the other person anymore, that will probably be the thing that breaks the relationship. Like you could still be super in love with each other, but if your lives just don't match anymore, then that's what will break things up. Like, you know, why would, um, I was about to say Jennifer and Brad have broken Aww. up, but it's like, if people are just in different places, even if they really care about each other, they're always going to break up, you know? Yeah. I think more than power dynamics, it's, um, being taking things for granted yeah so I think that as long as you are keeping each other interested and um modifying your behavior to to kind of enhance and compromise and like I don't know to, to I think you constantly have to factor it in how the other one's going to be feeling yeah and I think that's some something probably it does happen when if you're away from each other for a long period of time or one of you gets really successful and the other doesn't or uh, one of you gets sick and the other is thriving or one of you is really enjoying parenting and the other is hating it. or I think that you constantly have to balance the scales. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of only re- recently I've been thinking about it with kind of like daydreaming about, you know, with the book out and stuff and thinking oh my god imagine if the book suddenly does like so well that we can we can afford to like you know maybe buy a house or Mm -hmm. like something kind of that seems so far away right now but you know just daydreaming and just thinking oh do you think you know there's never a moment where I'm not picturing Alfie right next to me like even if I became like you know J-Lo yeah which is on the cards. You exactly. Know. You know, with my boob job, with my mm. lip liner, mm, mm, mm. you know. You're already halfway there. Exactly. I, I went to Barry's boot camp yesterday. I did some squats. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that's the most important thing. If you can't imagine a future where the person isn't going to be, be there or fit in with that future. Yeah. I think that's a... That's very, terrifying. very telling. Because yeah. you, yeah, ultimately, if you really love someone, you factor them into absolutely everything that you do. And the second that you stop doing that and they're not part of your like dream house anymore, then that shows that you've evolved past that. Yeah. But do you find that having so many kids now, it is it more difficult to factor Alfie in? Because you're always factoring the kids in first. But do you are you able to separate your brain? You have your relationship brain and your baby brain. Yeah, definitely. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. It's really, really but hard. But you are able to do it as separate things. Yeah, you're only. but I'm only able to do it because of you guys helping. Mm-hmm. So I, I, we saw a couple recently and they said that they hadn't been able to go out once since their two-year-old was born together, just even on a date, like for dinner or something. God, that's awesome. And I was like, oh, we're really privileged mm-hmm. because we have you to look after them. We have um, our mum to look after them. Me and Alfie have been able to do things. Yeah, I'm always like, go 
go have a date night, yeah. guys. I mean, it doesn't happen that much, but we have been able to do things um, that other people can't do mm-hmm. because they don't have that childcare. So if we did not have that, then we would be absolutely fucked. Mm-hmm. You okay? <laughs> just Are you okay, though? Slowly closing the door. It just because it does block the light in a huge, significant way. Uh, better than last year when I was pregnant. Mm. I, I, I really can't show my arms. I have a problem with it. Even like, I just find it really, I'm so impressed that you've worn the dress. Like people who wear strappy tops and stuff, I just have such an awful, I don't know why. It's not like I don't like my arms. I just find it like, I just feel like people are going to just look at me too much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not because they're amazing arms, because they are, no, I'm joking, because they're not. I just feel like when I've got everything on show, I just find it so embarrassing. If you're not used to it, then it makes sense, but you just have to do it bit by bit, be more Mm, gradual about it, and then eventually get to a place where you don't care. I'm so insecure about my legs, but I'm forcing myself to wear short skirts and stuff because I like it and it's fun and it goes with my style better and everything like that. And sometimes I've, I've evolved past this need to wear like really elaborate 50 style tea dresses. Obviously today not being a great example because that's, yeah, but that's what a I'm different, wearing. That's a different type of one. But because I used to just think the only way that I could look flattered was if I had like a tiny little waist, but then everything else was covered up because I was so insecure about my body. But it's like, it, that's just not what I want to wear anymore. Mm. And so even if I feel like my body isn't good enough for like a short skirt or something like that, that's an absurd notion because your body is good enough just to keep you alive and everything like that. So if you just introduce it little bit by little bit, I'm wearing short skirts now, you can do it too. You can do it too. You can get those gorgeous little arms out. (laughs) Sexy little twiggy arms. Well, we're going to Edinburgh, so hopefully it's much cooler there. Mm -hmm. And the summer holidays just, it's, I can't believe it's the first day of the summer holidays today. And... I don't have any activities planned for them, so I feel quite bad. But at least they start swimming lessons. Mm. So hopefully they don't drown. Yeah, I'd love to go swimming sometime soon. I said to Johnny, how was your first swimming lesson? He's like, I only drowned twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you, we should go swimming together. We should go to an outside swim. That would be so unlike us. We should do something which is going to be completely out of our comfort zones. I found myself slightly disenchanted with swimming pools ever since I was 20 and I was um, having a really difficult time with like a friend or something like that. I was having like a, an emotional breakdown or something like that. And so I decided to take myself off to um, this like spa <laughs> thing for a day or two days or something like that. Like I had to book overnight. And um, I thought it was going to be great because they always do that, that sort of thing in Sex and the City or shows like that. You know, oh, I'm just going to the spa for the day. I'd never yeah. been before. But obviously I got the train there and I turned up and it was like only sort of, 50 year olds and above everyone walking around in bathrobes and I felt so dumb for having made this decision and spent money to come and do something as impulsive as this so I felt like I had to stick it out but when I went in the swimming pool there were all these like plasters floating around and like I could see like skin flakes in the pool and it was supposed to be like a classy place but it literally has turned me off the idea of ever going into swimming pool ever again unfortunately Uh so um Oh, I'm sorry. It's and so that's on self-care. <laughs> yeah. um, i kind of been put off swimming pools by seeing how um, people have become kind of, kind of 
religious about how amazing outdoor swimming is mm. and cold water swimming. Is it cold water swimming? Or going in like a Lido or something. Yeah, or Hampstead Ponds or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I've always wanted to try. But I'm I don't not going to feel... go swim and ha- Imagine how gross the water will be. I guess so, Disgusting. yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people, you know, there's like a whole club of women who do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be really classy to go Yeah, really fucking classy. We're just not, not like that. that. We're yeah. just not Classy like that. enough to just drink dirty water. Like, I'm not going to do that. It yeah, must be dirty. I mean, it must be dirty, but... At least it's outside and it's fresh and it's cold. I just don't like how sort of stagnant swimming pool water feels. Yeah, but a bird poo in. <laughs> what a bird poo in, surely. I just think best to stay away from swimming pools altogether. Definitely. Yeah. So I'm not going to go swimming with you, okay? I think it would be quite funny, though. I think we should do that. Yeah, but then, you know, what, what swimming costume you- would I wear? <laughs> it's just like when, oh, God, the last time I was on a beach going swimming when, is when those horrendous photos are out. <laughs> 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 the nautical swimming costume. I was actually maybe going to go to the beach tomorrow. But really? it's going to rain tomorrow. So, But I was going to wear the sexy nautical swimming costume. It's not sexy. I was going to take photos and I was going to show you. It's it fine was, from the I front. I can make it look It's sexy. fine from the front, but mm. it cuts off your bum. Trust mm. me. Mm. It will look awful. Okay, great. Great. Um, don't go to the seaside tomorrow. That's just like, I mean, it's also going to rain. It's gonna, yeah, it's, it's going to be rain. a thunderstorm. What if it was going to be nice weather? Why not? Just because it's just, you know, it's a working day, BB. It's Tuesday. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's my birthday on Thursday. Oh, shit, yeah. I thought it would be a fun excursion. How would you get there? Train. Mm. But, like I said, such a modern raining. girl. <laughs> 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 I'm just going to slowly get past about how annoyed you are that I was going to go to the beach store. <laughs> She's going to try and delicately really get past that. me off. <laughs> She's like, you it's can't go me. with the idea that I can just take myself off to do something like I that. I don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> get over it, you fucking bitch. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I'm 24 in a few days. It's a lovely I idea. I do what I want to do. It's a lovely idea. Yeah. I think I'm just jealous that you can just take yourself off to the beach when it's... Uh, just a very stressful time for me right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not my responsibility. <laughs> I know, exactly. Go to the beach. I'm not going to go to the beach. No, I really. think you should. No, it's fine. I mean, it would be quite funny if you now went and yeah. you just and I, I take drenched. a horrendously unflattering photo in the nautical swimming costume, hopefully. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Okay, um, well, got to get on with the first day of the summer holidays now. Yeah, Do yeah, some yeah. kids' activities. Um, Thank you for listening. Let's let's wrap it up by saying we're doing a moth show. Wrap it up. We're, oh yeah, we're doing a moth show. We're doing show. our first ever live. Um, it's not even a pod. It's not going to be a podcast because no. we're not allowed to have other people's material. But we have invited three amazing female comedians to um, do their stand up, and we're going to kind of do like a mini interview before they do their sets. No, I think it'd be better if, they, if we did it after. After, yeah. Oh yes, that's very true. Because then if we were like now go and perform, exactly, and then we like wait there on the stage, that'd be a bit strange. Yeah, it's just going to be sort of like a, a a fun evening of like talking about ambition and sisterhood, yeah. and because they're all really inspiring people in different ways. And we saw each of the performers at a very like pivotal moment in our sort of life and in our relationship where we were working together too and we went career. to see both of those shows together and it kind of informed a lot of how we wanted to create stuff together so that's why we've asked so it's to, to um it. louisa armelan who's amazing um jade adams and sarah pasco mm-hmm. who are brilliant so yeah. it will be really great so that's on the 19th of august at and the moth club yeah it'll yeah. be so fun um, um, thank you for if you have bought the book this week it's managed to stay in the Times top 10 for three weeks which is pretty amazing given that I don't have any bill- billboards I noticed that other authors have billboards that is amazing they have Jessie. billboards they, they pay for advertising I haven't done that so it's all because of my Instagram stories it must be it really really must be 
so continue to share your images if you are reading it that's really nice I, I repost all of them so and um, look in, forward to that enjoy the, <laughs> enjoy the heat wave and make sure you wear your SPF SPF you know? 50 I can't because I'm allergic unfortunately but oh, you got your new hat, hat look I, I'm go, I'm go going and get your hat, hat look. show them your hat look go on it's not it's a really good look it's a really good new sassy look BB's got I've been trying to get her to wear a hat for a long time it's there it's on the, the lamp oh of course yeah it is on the lamp Horatio a hat yesterday in a romantic gesture in the shop and then the second I gave it to him in the shop he was like oh I, I, uh, but what if it doesn't look good on me and I was like oh. it doesn't look good on you and it did she look good on you that, she's like, probably the red one and then she went and so I bought it and I was as soon as I saw the red one I was like actually I'm not sure about the red one <laughs> like, it was a nice gesture but they don't have to wear that hat and it wasn't quite the right hat but it looks lovely on it you it looks hat, great it's mm-hmm. a great hat mm-hmm. it's because he lost his other one and I just Aww, knew how much he missed it he lost your hat it was a lovely gesture but yeah, well, that's me. I'm look spontaneous cool nowadays. Looks. I'm a lady Such who wears a, a cool hat, hat and I make spontaneous. You've purchases. never suited a hat more than this hat. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. I did. Um, Alfie's got a big gig tonight and he is wearing a particular outfit. And he has been very specific about not washing the outfit, not touching the outfit. And I've been like, absolutely. Um, because we did have a, a massive fight a couple of uh, days ago because I shrunk his new black jeans, which I had got for him in a romantic gesture by buying it, them for him spontaneously in a shop. Mm. Like, I'm going to get you some jeans. And then I shrunk them because I washed them at 60 and they don't fit over his calves now. Um, and he's really upset about it. So Aww. he had not let me touch his outfit. He put it in the washing machine yesterday. He was like, don't touch the washing machine. I was like, don't worry. I'm not going to touch it. Then something happened where I was distracted. The washing machine then wouldn't open and I, we have so much washing to do. And so I was getting anxious that why can't I open the washing machine? It's locked. And so I thought, oh, I'll just put it on again for another spin. Mm. Um, and then it should open. Just it, maybe that will reset the washing machine. Didn't realize that I accidentally put the washing machine. He had only put it on for a, like a really quick, short spin. Mm. Whereas I thought that it was on a 40 mm. so I put it on again which yeah. won't affect the size much but yeah. he was so cried he was so angry oh my God. he was so crying because he was like I told you not to it's my it's, I need it for the thing <laughs> and then I was so upset that I'd done that I started crying too it was oh awful. my god you guys are a fucking mess <laughs> awful because I just knew that that was stupid he was like why didn't you just ask I was right there because he was just only sitting there I don't know I'm Wow. Wow, wow, wow. It's very hormonal time. Yeah. For everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, don't worry. I'll go to the beach. <laughs> you you don't wash anything else of our face. We're not going to wash anything. And, um, I'm going to go and buy some antibacterial wipes. I think that's my main mission today. Yeah. They can play in the supermarket. You know, that's an activity. Yeah, they, they can get Margot and Dolly to take some really sexy photos of us, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get cool back, BB. Get Thank cool you. back. Oh. Okay, great. Um, BB's also at- birthday this week and she's making her own birthday cake so yeah. I, everyone really liked her Patreon video of making um, Margot's birthday cake so mm-hmm. if you want to see any extra videos go to patreon.com forward slash cave sisters have a nice it. sunny day <laughs> happy, happy Thursday happy th- well, it will be yeah, birthday. It'll be Thursday. Happy See Thursday. how clever I am. Oh, and that's my birthday. And that'll be her birthday. So happy, it's happy birthday, birthday, Bibi. Happy birthday, mate. She's such a fucking cancer, isn't she? Oh, uh, no, no. Cancer no. slash Leo. Mm, yeah, obviously. I, out, I did work out my I worked out my birth chart. Um, don't get away, it's too revealing. Okay. You don't want people to be able to judge you for that. Okay. 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 Thank you. Good advice. Sage <laughs> advice. If anyone really wants to know her birth chart, just message her. <laughs> 